Discover the Dakota Lithium difference. Dakota Lithium is the leading manufacturer in lithium iron phosphate batteries for boating, RVs, golf carts, and electronics, all backed up by our legendary 11-year warranty. Here at Dakota Lithium, we take pride in manufacturing batteries to help you go further, last longer, and play harder. From the woods to the water, our goal is to help you live a life without limits, no matter where your passions may take you. Join the lithium revolution now. Use the code WAYPOINT3 for 10% off your next purchase at dakotalithium.com. Next Saturday, Christmas comes early. Welcome to this incredible scene. Bills. To the end zone. Chargers. It's a touchdown. An exclusive NFL game. This is fantastic. Live in primetime. Wow. Only on Peacock. With a Christmas gift to their fans. They're having some fun now. Bills versus Chargers. Next Saturday, 730 Eastern. Exclusively on Peacock. What's up, nerds? Welcome back to another podcast on a Wednesday. Hanging out with your aggressively average angling friends. Uh, we, uh, made possibly a mistake and we purchased, I don't think it'll be a mistake. We'll find out. We purchased a lot of BFS stuff. Have you guys heard of BFS fishing? It's bait finesse system. It's essentially ultralight with a bait caster. It's something that I would say it's, it's, there's two sides to this. It sucks or it's great. And there's nothing in between. Uh, there's a lot of people who are saying like, there's just no use for, there's no reason to be fishing that way. Just use a spinning rig. Uh, we decided, well, let's figure it out for ourselves. Let's see if this is something that we could get into. This is something that we feel might be valuable. And there's a lot of seemingly really cool things that you could do with a BFS that sure you could do it with a spinning rig, but it seems a lot more fun on a bait casting setup. So we've got the reels, we've got the rods, we've got a bunch of the tackle, and uh, we wanna share it with you tonight. So we're gonna talk about some of the ins and outs of this, like where did BFS come from? What are some of the options available to y'all if you wanna get into it? There are some, some budget-friendly options or some things that you can do. There's some things you can ship from overseas. And then there's, of course, the crap that we got. So we're going to talk about that, of course, uh, today as well. So thanks for joining us. Uh, we're really happy to be here with you guys. It's always a blast hanging out with you on Wednesday. Uh, thank you for accommodating our later time. We're starting a little bit later because, as you know, Paul and I are both fathers. We have children and uh, children, they they have needs. You know, they need their parents sometimes. So this just makes it easier where we can accommodate like bedtime and like get this thing going and still have a good time with you without stressing out about everything. Plus. Guess what? Paul had a, enough time to write a show, which means you guys are in for more of a treat if you let us start later. <laughs> so it, it like it all works out. Anyways, I digress. Let's get into it. Paul, how you doing, man? I'm doing fantastic. I'm feeling a lot less like I just sat down four seconds ago and I don't know what I'm doing. So that's really nice, um, yeah. <clears throat> which is great. So we got a couple of things we wanted to talk to you guys about. As always, wanted to shout our sponsors, specifically Monster Bass, Busby, Akuma, and mule fishing, of course, which is kind of the highlight of the show because we're going to be talking about some ultra light stuff. There's links below yeah. uh, if you're listening to this, to this as a podcast, and if you're uh, you know just listening to this normal, Chaz is going to pop some stuff up for you, and you can see it on YouTube as well. <clears throat> I want to give a quick update on the Monster Bass Ultralight Rod. We sent another rod of feedback. We got actual mock-ups of what the rod is going to look like, and we gave some more feedback. So I'm going to give you guys a little bit of an insider's look as to what the color scheme is going to be. So. We told you guys the all purple rod, like where the whole rod is purple. We're not going to do that because 
we are sacrificing a lot of sensitivity and this is a, uh, this rod not okay. has to have max yeah. sensitivity this isn't like a medium heavy fast where you can get away with that so we're not going to be doing that but but we are going to have basically anything that's text on the rod is going to be chartreuse any of the accents so like where the line guides are all the stuff by the uh, real seats where the screw down nuts are that's all going to be the purple and then you're going to get the same black that you see on the monster bass rods which i think looks really really good and then it's all going to have that gloss so I think it's going to look really dope. Our name is going to be on it. <clears throat> and we did ask for one thing, which I'm still waiting on confirmation on. But we did ask at the very tip, at the tippy top, somewhere at the top, we get a chartreuse accent, a nice bright one, so that you can better see some contrast to detect bites, which is really big. Again, when you're talking about ultra light, you look at perch, bluegill, that sort of thing. You're, you're fishing visually a lot. So that is the update. We're waiting on the final final, but we are super, super, super excited about this rod, you guys. Um, yeah. And it does the, the, seem like... They took all the measurements, so we're super excited. Yeah, they, they took all the feedback. Uh, the guys helping us make this rod is awesome. So, I mean, like... We got to get them on the show. We, we're going to work on that. We're going to work on that. Uh, the cool thing about, like, the rod tip, and I really hope that we can pull this off, is you just, you don't see that in no. ultralight and BFS and any conventional setups. Mm-hmm. You do see that in ice fishing. Sure which do. is like it's it's awesome when you have it so some of those super sensitive like the the 13 fishing tickle stick is a great example the uh akuma trio ice ice right? cube pro ice yeah like the ice those, cube which is a 40 dollar rod it's all blue except for yeah. the last two inches is all orange i love that yeah so that, i mean that's great when you're going for that that like very light bite which is something that you know people gotta it takes a little time getting into but it's a blast it's a lot of yeah. fun and having that added sensitivity and visual sight line that you can have is is great so we're hoping we can pull that off we'll keep you guys updated as things move along hopefully we're progressing at a good pace and we can get another model in our hands that we can test out on video for y'all very soon so fingers crossed let's get there it's gonna be great as always we got a schmiv away for you guys by the end of the show so you know i, I might want to remind you guys we got a special number what's the secret number paul that we got to hit it's very seat 150 it's, it's 150 <laughs> it's 150 it's yep. 150 viewers. viewers if you hit that number at any point in the show we're going to do a second giveaway jeff's going to stick his bare hand into an open box of treble hooks and whatever sticks to his thumbs and his fingers and his paws that goes to you <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, actually, I'm going to spice this up. So if you guys saw this video, oh, I thought uh, you going to say like, Monday, I'm going to stick my face in it. I'm going to stick my face in it. And then whatever is <laughs> hanging from my earlobes, you guys can have. Uh, we dropped a video on Monday and, you know, it was comparing the best of box from Monster Bass to what we decided would be our best of box from yeah. baits purchased from MonsterBass.com. I have those baits. So I have that box. And I think that we should schmiv that away. I think so, so too. It was a banger can, box. If we can hit that 150, then we'll do that. We'll, we'll, you guys can have the extremely limited edition, as in there's only one, <laughs> one. Uh, aggressively average angler box that we made for that video. So that is available. I'm kind of mad because that box slapped. It does. Here's, I'm going to, all right, I'm going to throw one oh, caveat. Oh no, what here. happened? There's one caveat. What happened? <laughs> the spinner Color? bait. The spinner bait. It's it's a sexy shad instead of the chartreuse and white. Oh, mm. okay. A, but that's not bad. It's a quarter ounce. That's okay. I'm going to be honest. That's you, okay. You can can I tell it. you something? That's the only one that was off. So the 3 8 ounce Cast King Pro spinnerbait in mm-hmm. sexy shad, which I never throw, still to this day is the biggest fish I've ever caught on a spinnerbait. Striking? Striking. Striking. I the KVD yeah. tour grade. Same. Uh, I think one of like my first pike was on that spinnerbait. Oh, no joke. Sexy that one's bad. 
KVD. Painted Blades. Such a good, <laughs> honestly, though, I caught, so I caught, funny. what I don't, what I know now to easily be a four pounder. I didn't yeah. know how big it was. I was so shocked. I was flabbergasted. This was You're way like, early in my this fishing. This is how big fish get? Uh, this is crazy. It, I had it and my whole hand could have fit in its mouth. If I caught that fish now, I'd be like, this might be the biggest fish I catch in a year. That was probably yeah. the biggest fish I caught up until like 2019. That's huge. Crazy. So, so KVD. Spinnerbait. Spinnerbaits are great, and it's about spinnerbait time, allegedly. Michigan's yeah. doing this crazy thing where it's it snowed all week this week, you guys. Yeah. And then we have a freeze warning in an arbor. So, you know what? Heck Michigan. Heck the north right now. It's a joke. Hopefully, weather calms down. We'll get out and fishing. The The cool thing about that, though, is, Paul, we have we have a plan this weekend, right? It's a pretty, it's totally. a pretty good plan. Uh, we, we might become scientists potentially from an episode of breaking bad and we might be cooking some stuff up in the garage and, and it's not what you think it's it a, is. <laughs> it's a, yeah, it's supposed to be very gross again this upcoming Sunday. Yeah. It might be weather dependent. I really want to fish that ghillie super bad. I want to donate some time to it because I got all the pieces and components and the new ghillie size, the downsize. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's probably going to be bait making time, which I know we've been saying for a year and a half and we yeah. just haven't gotten to it. So anyways, let's get to we the Q with the D. Yep. Don't forget y'all. The knucklehead series starts in May. It starts in like five days. So oh, May is the first is the first month. Go, please go register. And please, I will, I'm, I'm actually, I don't often ask this, but please post about it to your friends. Yeah. I would really like to see like more people getting on there onto our team. Um, uh, we're on there. I'm paying and I don't have to, but like I'm paying and I'm doing it Same. just to practice them for fun. Um, but yeah. we would love to see you guys on there. This is huge for us and we need people to come fish with us in November. So like tell your friends, we'll hook you up with whatever. We'll, we'll figure out a way to get you down there with the gear that you need to have fun and fish. But I just we'll I promise have... you guys, we don't care whether you're good or not. We don't plan on being good yeah. at all. This is a learning experience. It's just supposed to be fun, but this is a really cool opportunity for you guys to come hang out with us and Alabama and meet a ton of really cool people who just love yep. to fish. This is not a serious thing. This is, I don't, I actually don't, don't want anyone seriously. <laughs> I do not want anybody that's like a super like hardcore, like mega competitive person on here. I want people who just want to fish who like to get competitive, but who just want to learn and have fun. Like that's what our teams are for. And that's all I care about. So please hop on there. Like we, we're going to be donating 33% of whatever proceeds that we make to autism anglers. That's a huge thing for us. So that is really the goal here, that and to have some fun. So please hop on there and do that. Um, you can find that under the Knucklehead series. Um, we got links all over our profiles. We got links on YouTube. There's a link at the below if you're, li- if you're listening to this podcast. So please go do that. Yeah. That being said, I'm done selling. Yes, yeah, so it's, it's pinned, pinned up above. It's pinned there, are gonna, there are going to be we prizes. Will... From, we, will, we will have prizes. I got confirmation yeah. from Dave over at Akuma today that there's going to be some rods and some hats. Uh, there, yeah, we got some monster bass stuff on the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Busby. stuff from Busby. We've got stuff from Waterland. We've got, you know, we'll hook you guys up. Fishing is probably going to work with us a little bit or, or we'll just buy stuff and give it away. They're going to hook fishing. you. I promise you there will be prizes for anybody that's playing. Yeah. Like, let's I just want to mention one. Ten thousand dollars to the potentially. Team. If you have a banger day in Huntsville, yeah, you could win ten grand. I get well, none of we, that. That's we just care. For you guys. We care so little that we will bring kayaks down and gear down for you if you don't have any. So just register. Just have some fun with this, and uh, let's hang out. Let's let's do some good stuff in this world. All right, so let's dive in. Cue the D. Cue <laughs> the D. So I love this, this one. Question. This is hilarious to me. I keep yep. seeing that like if you're not doing. AI, artificial intelligence, in your business, you're not doing anything. AI can make you a million dollars a minute 
tomorrow. every time. AI, if you aren't like, oh. you know, or, or it's, or it's the opposite. It's like AI is going to ruin everything. It's going to do all the kids' homework. They'll never learn anything. So all the people are going to lose their jobs. Yep. <clears throat> so is AI ruining everything One, e, mm. on either side of it? No. It's not. What? Jeff, why not? No, Everyone absolutely. said that we're all going to lose our jobs. Yeah, why aren't we going to lose our jobs? Everyone's Jeff? wrong. <laughs> we we've been using AI in some facet for decades now. Like it's not the the user the the public use version of it is the only new thing. It's just become like open to the public. But it it does solve a lot of problems. It does make a lot of things easier and it does thing make things more accessible. Um, it's going to save people a lot of time. Like I don't see any real negative drawbacks as long as they keep the, uh, the safety control on so that we can't give nuclear codes to the AI. Like as long as that doesn't happen. They need it. Look, (laughs) here's the thing. AI, AI is, it's, it's the 2023 version of a calculator. It's the 2023 version of autocorrect. It's the 2023 version of a cellular telephone that you keep in your back pocket where you can Google everything. It's a, it's, it's a 20, it's acknowledging that the world is an open book test. Okay. It's just saving you time now. Yeah. It is, if you're doing some homework, is this now a problem? The way that homework is constructed? Yes. You now have to change the way homework is constructed, right? Because now the kids are just having AI do the Googling. That's the only difference. Before they were Googling and find it on their own, it was just harder. Google did the same thing to libraries. Libraries are still around. I go to the library every two weeks. Like this is not, the world is not ending. Here's the thing about AI that you got to understand. AI cannot generate anything on its own. It has to use original source work to do anything that it's going to do. So- Mm -hmm. Without people writing original source work, it can do nothing. It can't do anything. We are the source at, at yeah. some point. Is AI neat? Is it fun? Does it help you save time? 100%. Just like a calculator, just like Google. You still got to use it. As a everything. user of AI, it's, yeah. you still have to use it. In 2099, could it be different? Maybe. We're not there. We're not there. I'm not getting replaced yeah. by AI. I'm not worried yeah. about it. You, you but still you have should to use mess around cre- with it because yeah. it's kind of awesome. You still have to use a creative thinking process just to give it the right prompt to get the right output. Sometimes it's more work anyways, but it's interesting. I I think it could do a lot of things. I'll tell you guys, if uh, you have a Canva account, you should, you know, make yourself laugh a lot by going into Canva's AI photo generator or any photo generator you guys can get. And then I, I promise you, this is fun. Ask it to make a, a a lure, a fishing lure. Just describe that lure to it and say, "Give me a picture of this," and uh, it will spit out a thirty nine hundred eyes and forty four gills in its belly. It's fantastic. Yeah, or ask it to to draw you a bass. Like, you could like ask my six year old to draw a bass, and it would just be in like better, but in a different color. Yep, purple. It's amazing. Yeah. I do recommend that you learn how to use it though, because it's not going anywhere. I'll tell yeah. you right now, I'm using it for work, like my actual day job. It just saves me from Googling a whole bunch of things. It's fantastic. Yep. It's I just, it I just, every day. <laughs> I, I, there are spe- specific things that I do with it that I'm like, this just saved me two hours. That's it. All 100%. right, moving on. Let's talk. Let's talk BFS. I don't know what Charles is talking about. He's talking about voice AI where I sound like Joe Biden. I don't want that to happen. What is <laughs> a BFS system, Jeff? That is a pass fail question. Uh, a bait finesse system. I was going to use a curse word, but I like your idea better. Big, big effing S. <laughs> There's a lot of options. The show. 
Yeah, it is way too early in the show. Big, so big, we are big Bay finesse system for all of you who have not used one, heard of one. It is <clears throat> light slash ultralight version of a bait casting reel. It's meant to throw super, super light. It's meant a bait casting setup meant to throw really lightweight uh like lures. Now this could be plastics, frogs, inline spinner baits, spinner baits. Like you name it, if it's out there and it's less than like an eighth of an ounce, really, that's kind of the line. I think for me, yeah. eighth ounce or less, this is BFS. Um, and Brown Baker goes, I throw BFS, big freaking swim baits. We feel yeah. you, bro. We're on we the other side of your planet, it. the way that it's aligned, but we're still here. So the, the thing <clears> about it too is like when you think about casting setups that most people have, like how many of you guys have a medium setup for casting? Like how, uh, chat, you let me know how my I, hand is don't raised. raise your hand, Paul. I know, I know. you do. So do I, I. But how many of you guys, you have bait casters, you got to line up a bait casters. How many of you have a medium, a medium light? They make them. Do yeah. you have? Yeah. Do you have something lighter than not a, a lot? No. Yeah, it's definitely not no. a lot of people. Most people are going to have a medium heavy. So you're not cat and like and then go to your medium heavy setup, whatever it is. I don't care what it is. Go get a one eighth ounce jig. Go get a Ned rig. Cast it on your casting setup. It's yeah. horrible. It's, it's absolutely difficult. awful. <laughs> what you find with a lot of these, it's it's a it's because I, it seems like such a small thing. Yeah, but the direction of the spool means that the the lure is actually pulling the spool. That's mm -hmm. really different than unwinding the spool when the spool is vertical in a spinning setup. It's just totally different. It's why they fish differently. It's why you see a lot of these folks. Big flipping scam, says Devos. I think we're going to have to put up like uh, a whole. That's going to be my question on Instagram tomorrow. I was like, what does BFS yeah. stand for? And it's wrong sure answers only. BFS is like <laughs> Bay Finesse system crossed out. It's like big flipping I'm doing scam right crossed now. out. Whatever one wins, <laughs> big I'm going to make a crossed out bfs <laughs> equals wrong answers only i'm writing it down best friends suck crossed out <laughs> now i like i like big flipping scandal or scam i like that a lot so um <laughs> what you got what what your so what what does what is a reel let's talk the reels i feel like <clears throat> that's where most oh, people's mean? mind gravitates to first these because, reels well jeff's holding two different versions of the ones that are probably some of the easier ones to find in the u.s these a are lot of the, the stuff you guys easiest ones is, these are the easiest ones to find yes a lot of the stuff is either jdm or it's coming from like an aliexpress we're talking japan china um and it hasn't really gained a ton of popularity in the us yet so a lot of stuff it's kind of difficult to find you're finding yep. previous models you're finding really expensive shipping now there is this is something that a lot of people don't think about the the fx rate the exchange rate Right now, it's in the U.S.'s favor. So when you see a lot of these prices for the overseas stuff, you're getting like 20, 30% knocked off just because you're buying in U.S. dollars. Something to think about. So let's talk about what makes a BFS reel a BFS reel. The first thing is going to be the spool. The spool is going to be larger, but it's going to be really, really light, extremely light. Yep. And it's going to be made. How small that is. It's specifically designed to... Yep cast ultralight lures right so it's gonna have to spin really easily the other thing is the braking systems now there's two kinds of braking systems that are out there right now roughly there's a dynamic one and there's a static one i'm totally losing my voice <clears throat> a static one is where you cast it and the magnets apply the brakes evenly across the entire speed so right when you first cast you're getting a big jump in speed it slows down in the middle all the way to the end where it slows down even more you're getting the same amount of mag force across that whole spectrum of speed then there's the higher end ones. These are dynamic. 
This is your Daiwa, your Shimano. You're getting a lot of, you're getting what's called, it's, it's called dynamic because when it's, when the spool is spinning faster, it applies the brakes more. And then as it slows, it releases it. That allows you to have way more control. And again, allows you to combat that backlash and gets yep. you a better cast. So now, there's the Shimano. The first yep. one I showed you guys is the Cast King Kestrel. Now, until we test it out, it's, it's pretty slick looking. It is the one that we were very nervous about purchasing. But let, let, let's do this. The U.S. versus the overseas market. There are three reels, three in the U.S. that you can get for bait casting. There's, Easily. Yeah, it's the Zephyr, which mm -hmm. is casting. The Casking Zephyr, it's, it's which the is Castrol. For, for 50 bucks, the Casking Zephyr is traditionally, if you go search yep. in the U.S., that'll be the model people recommend the most. Right. Look how small these knobs are, dude. That's this, tiny. This, yeah, that's it. They're crazy. So that's the Castrol. Anyways, you can get the Curado. Curado is the most popular option by far. Uh, right now. Yeah. Yep. And again, it's, and it's 200 bucks. It, and it's basically, it just feels like a, like, I don't know, 10% smaller Curado. Like it's got slightly smaller knobs, all of that. Uh, but obviously this is very pronounced how large that spool is. Look at that. But the SLX is the other one, right? You can get those right now. So they're harder, but you can get them on Amazon. Yeah, that, that one is more difficult. That's mostly overseas, but I'm sure within the next year, that's going to be you can do it. Easily but they're hard, but they are a little bit cheaper than the <sighs> Curado, but not so much that I think people go away from the Curado. You can get the older yep. Baron by Shimano, which is yep. significantly more expensive. Uh, yeah, not, so 80 bucks more essentially than the Curado. That's like 30% at least 40%. Significantly so though, <laughs> uh, 80 bucks on a $200. That's a smidge. A scotch. It's a scotch $80? more expensive. $80 more than a 200 is significantly more expensive to me. Just I think so. Scotch? <laughs> you did say that. Uh, you can get, there's the Scorpion too, but you can't, those are really hard to find, much harder to find in the US. <clears throat> the Daiwa yeah. Alphas Air is the one that I've been getting recommended the most and seen the most out, like positive review thumbs recently. They have a really unique um, yeah. mag system. They look like they're designed really well. They're in the $220 range. They're a little bit harder to get. You're getting those from Japan. The Steez Air is another one. They both have that dynamic system. Really, probably one of the most advanced ones are out there right now. Yeah, super expensive. They are not cheap. They're in the 450 if memory serves. They're expensive. Yeah, you there's, can get... there's a lot of really expensive options. I want to point out before we keep going on that, uh, you know, the the spinning setup defenders will always come out. We love our spinning setups. We are we're spinning yeah. reel and rod breaks fanatics like we love them there's some people that hate spinning altogether they'll never do it i i want to keep in mind that bfs is not like making an excuse not to use a spinning reel no it has different purposes that we're going to talk about in a little bit where it makes more sense we'll talk to, about the why yes or why it. no because yeah. i think there's a line there for, and everyone's line is gonna be a it's, little different it just feels <clears throat> much more specific so it's like a select specific Niche niche thank you is the word it's a niche setup but there are uses for it that make more sense to go this route versus going the spinning route we're never i mean we're making a spinning ultralight rod like we're not going to go away from spinning no no no, no, no. <laughs> you know? now yeah now someone's already called out the aliexpress so yep. if you're a little more adventurous and you're kind of okay taking i would consider it a little bit of a risk buying off aliexpress or buying yeah. from like japan um there are there are a lot of other options. So the PW100 yeah. is a Chinese reel. You can get it on AliExpress. It's like in the $50 range. It's supposed to be really nice. The Surinoya 
Um, the Dark Wolf Ultra and then the Hurricane were the two that came up. Those are in the $90 to $60 range. Those are going to probably compete with your Shimano Curato. They're, yeah. they're just going to be, they're supposed to be really nice. And they're less expensive because of where they're manufactured. Um, <clears throat> I've heard that the Abu Garcia, the ALC, is supposed to be like one of the more underrated reels yeah. out there. I'm very leery about going with an Abu Garcia model. I think that they are using more of like a static mag system. I would probably not be going that route, to be honest with you. I would want someone that's copying or stealing a Shimano, which was more like the Sonoya, where yeah. they have the spring mags, you pick them, and when they're on, it's a dynamic system. It's not attached to the spool. So I like that. Um, I don't know. That's just my thought on it. That that especially with lure super light, that dynamic is saving you a lot of skill that you don't have to learn, in my opinion. Right. Um, now there are a couple things you can do. So you could get like a Zephyr for fifty bucks, and you could go and get an aftermarket spool, or you could get right. one of these other models and get an aftermarket spool. That spool is going to have a bunch of holes in it. It's basically going to be the lightest, largest profile, lightest met both material and metal. Like duraluminum is what a lot of them are getting made with. And there's going to be holes all over it to reduce the, the weight. That means that the line and the lure has to do less work to effectively turn that spool. So that's what you're going for. Those are somewhere in the $50 to $100 range, usually. Yeah. The other thing you do is bearings. So you can go with the micros. That's going to be a silicon carbide. <clears throat> that's probably the medium range. You can go ceramic, which would be in the higher range. And then you can go with like a standard but micro-sized um, bearing. And then there are more aftermarkets like pieces there's a there's like a striation but it's the same as the aftermarket that you get with ours like a regular bait caster one of the biggest differences with with the tolerances being so small and these not being like mass produced as much what i'm reading what i was reading is that these are a lot harder to get in and out and they're a lot easier to damage when you're pulling the parts apart um mm. you can you can rip because they're just so small and the, again the tolerances aren't as dialed because they're not mass produced as much you could screw one of these up doing a bearing upgrade, which would really suck. You spend 150 yeah. bucks or whatever on a reel. You want to make it a 300 $400 reel. You buy the bearings, and then you just scratch the hell out of it getting <laughs> it in there. That would suck. Yeah, so I, I don't know. So I've had the Zephyr for over a year now, almost two years, I think. Did I do that last year? What? Maybe it was last year. The Zephyr, I did a BFS video. Last year. Me. Yep, that was last year. Yeah, so that's where we tested out, like, okay, what can we actually get? The Zephyr was obviously the most affordable option. Mm -hmm. 50 bucks, like, 60 bucks, yeah. At the time, it was 75. Uh, I God. might have gotten it on sale. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's not free, but it's no. definitely a lot cheaper than a lot of the options mm -hmm. out there. And then we were looking for the rod, and at the time, like, other than, again, buying the Dobbin Sierra Ultra Finesse, which we'll talk about because we got it, or a cash-in or whatever, Gosh forbid we're not talking about G Loomis right now. Uh, but you know, you're looking at those those mid to upper echelon type range rods. We we were we were looking at the sub 100. So I was like, how can I make a BFS setup for about 100 bucks? And the first, I went and got the Amazon rod, the the Suya Gang, Yogi Gang, Suya Gang, and uh, it was absolutely the worst rod I've ever used for fishing. So uh, it was horrible. It was it was not usable essentially so we sent that right back and then i picked up the shimano sensolite and the shimano sensolite is nice the model i ended up getting i think is around it's a seven foot 
Um, supposedly ultralight, definitely not. It's it's an overpowered ultralight, so it's a bit stiffer, and it's fifty bucks. So I mean, it's like ah, oh, fifty bucks. Why not? We'll do this, and then we can have that set up. Now I've used that. The only lure I like casting on that combo right there is a baby chatty chatterbait. Like that's it. Like the Z-Man because it's makes, a quarter ounce or an eighth ounce. Yeah, it's it's the the one I'm using is an eighth. So you use the eighth ounce, which is at the upper end of like the weight rating for BFS, really well mid uh, range for BFS. So it's very easy to cast. Um, as soon as I would use a lighter crankbait or jig or anything, it was impossible to cast. Like I could not dial that Zephyr for the life. But there's of me. two things working against you. Mm-hmm. One, the Zephyr. It's fine, but it's not a super high quality uh, bait caster. <clears throat> so the lighter you go, the more challenges you're going to have. Two, and I think this gets overlooked a lot. There's sort of like two ranges in BFS. There's yeah. BFS that's actually a medium light or a light. And what you're going to see is that's an, uh, a, an extra fast. The weight ranges are going to be like, like they might even start at one eighth. All right. They'll start at one eighth. That's the bottom weight range. The line rating you're going to see on those yeah. is four to 10 pound. That to yeah. me is really a light, even a medium yeah. light, depending on the company. To me, it's not that that's not BFS. It is BFS, but it's going to severely limit how light you can really go. And to me, yeah. that's not ultra light. I, in my mind, when I think of this, I'm thinking of like light slash really more towards ultra light. Like I want to be able to throw 116th ounce and maybe a 132 right. ounce if I've got it dialed. And right. that to me is an ultralight. So what you're going to see in an ultralight rod, you might see fast instead of extra fast, but it's actually going to be a little more moderate. It's actually going to have some give to it. <clears throat> That's what's going to really help you control the casts on those mm-hmm. super light 116th ounce or less lures. The weight ranges on this, it's going to start at 116th. Like that's what you need to look for, for real ultralight, not a light, medium light. The last thing, and this is for me the dead giveaway, and I actually moved away from a couple of rods because they had the wrong line rating. I want to see a line rating of 2 to 6 or 2 to 8. That to me is really ultralight. The 4 to 10, it's a light. That's just my opinion. But from what I've seen and what I'm reading and just my experience, to me that's a the 4 to 10 pound range is a light. The 2 to 8 is really an ultralight. So I, when we were looking to buy, I wanted actual ultra light like that's what got me excited yeah so the the nice crossover here is with us making this ultralight rod we've been digging into the the this information anyways so we're getting this data overload <laughs> we're learning a lot as we go uh and yeah as we were going through looking for the bfs rods we were constantly finding that four to ten pound rating Right. So it's it's like this overpowered. And what I've noticed as I'm going through trying to find ultralight gear, lures, you know, line, rods, rails, whatever. It the selection's much smaller, obviously, than your your standard conventional stuff. And it was Paul, how long did it take us to find ultralight hooks and weights? Oh, okay. Well, you guys are gonna see it in the video, but realistically, yeah. finding the right hooks, and I mean ultralight, we're talking EWGs in eight size eight or lower size or higher ten. We're talking like like oh really really small. Even sixes got to be difficult, but you could do it on tackle warehouse. Eights were yeah. really hard. It, you had to find a very Let specific jigs. model. J- jigs at, were a little easier, but yeah. finding the one sixteenth well, got to be a little tricky. Thing. It was much more narrow yeah. for sure. We, mm. we got some micro jigs. We definitely got a lot of ultralight hooks. You guys will see an unboxing on that. 
what Paul's referencing there too is that we did a little shopping vid as we spent literally all the money we possessed to get these stupid BFS setups. So uh, Jason goes, and this is this should be our mid mid show segment. Okay, this is we'll a great question. He goes, I wonder how a bird's nest would be on a baitcaster with six pound, and I'm thinking fluoro, or not fluoro, okay, so braid. Hang on, before we do that, we got a couple members chiming in, so yes. we'll, we'll make this our mid show, and then we'll we'll carry on to really what I think we should kind of like make sure we get to with this episode is why, like why would you go BFS? Yeah. We're doing a lot of there. nerd out stuff, so we'll if we do a two parter of this episode, you guys, we'll do like a little bit of nerd stuff here today, but mostly the why, and then we'll get a chance to test these out. So for part two. We could actually say like, okay, we got the combos together. Like we set it up. Maybe we cast a few times. Let's give you guys some feedback on that um, and get into a little bit more, you know, the other stuff. So real quick, we got uh, DeBurley would hate it if I missed his comment. Cause like somehow we miss his comment a lot. <laughs> but um, DeBurley, 25 months. Big Dude, Lever Gang CEO. He has appointed himself as the CEO of the Big Lever Gang. And I accept. I there like you it. go. Uh, so thanks for hanging out with us for 25 months, brother. That's amazing. What's up, nerds? Finally get to tune in. Ready to unleash the Kraken in this tourney. Ow, ow. Hey, wait. What team, though? If you're... you're Doesn't playing, matter. You it's, all, it's all it's it's all, all Team Ned. I like it. I mean, yes. There's, But I just want to beat you, mostly. Like, <laughs> may, I, we'll have teammates, but I'm only fishing against you. Obviously. <laughs> and then we got Mainstream Fishing. Remember for six months? Thanks a lot, brother. And the Burly Bunch of Eat. Um, love y'all, but the, the Knicks are on dislike BFS. All right. We, All right. I've heard Fair more enough. conversation on the BFS stuff in this last five minutes, 10 minutes yep. than I've seen in most of our chats. It's kind of wild. Yeah. There, I mean, there's so much. It, it and somebody make, goes, I would think it would be an Eagle's nest, not a bird's nest. That's Ooh. hilarious. Oh, I like it. I like it. Uh, all right. And then we got real quick shout out to Bass Daddy for a 499 Super Chat. Thank you so much for supporting the show, man. Uh, you guys should get a Ganclaw 70. I did. I saw that. Uh, yeah. Gancraft, I think you mean. 70 yeah. swim bait. Uh, I am going to go on to, there's a website, you guys, if you're curious about just snooping a whole bunch of BFS stuff, much like there's all these like swim bait underground websites for, for swim baits and these niches have their own sites, bait finesse empire. If you want to check it out, go take a look. They have all sorts of stuff, including rods, reels, tackle, right? So pretty cool. The, the Gancraft, uh, 70 is a swim bait that I was definitely looking at for the BFS. Uh, just for brown bait coat. I was thinking about brown bait coat when I was looking at it. I was like, dude, I gotta get the across the bait. Let's go. So we're awesome. we're on we're on a roll here. So I want to hit the ultralight rod options that we were able to find. Um, are and we I want to do Jason's quick. thing. Oh, for okay, the mid show, we, we definitely need to do that. Yeah, let's do that. So, uh, roll the mid show segment, Chaz. How are we doing on the the viewership? Give me a give me a whisper. One fifteen. One fifteen. You guys are cruising towards it. I love how I said whisper and then I immediately shouted the number. Yes, out. that's how we roll. We don't keep secrets from our nerds. Uh, again, if you guys get to one fifty, what I promised at the beginning of the show is we do have the aggressively average anglers box that we put up head to head with the best of month box for Monster Bass, and uh, we won unanimously in the comments by the way so if you want that ah. i'm not kidding no it was there were three my friend three that really yes they're no like the I second comment, comment the second comment or third comment was uh -huh. monster best won it right off the bat with whopper plopper and a lot of people had that opinion mm, it was more like whopper plopper was great and you guys some people plastics. said that that's Some all people I said that anyways 
it doesn't matter. We did it for fun. We worked with Monster Bass to make that box. And we all we bought those baits from MonsterBass.com. So it's not a yeah. us versus them per se, no, but our just box fun. was better. Anyways, uh, so yeah, let's get to uh, Jason's thing. And we're we're going to shmiv that away at the end of the show if we hit the 150 viewers. That was my point. All right. Yeah. What was so, Jason's thing? The, the comment was, oh, the bird's what, nest. Would a, what would a bird's nest be like with like... I, I can tell you. I can tell you. Exactly I might BFS ultralight. I plan on using six pound max. If I go to eight pound, it will be the four strand. It won't be the eight. So Great. if I do the six, it'll be the eight strand. I really like if you're practiced and you are like proficient with a cat with casting ultralight line. I like the four strand braid. I don't feel like you need anything more than that. And it's so fine. But my God, with that birds, I think that would not be a fun bird's nest. I can tell you it's not. So I've got my Cast King Zephyr rigged up. I want to say with six pound high vis, but it's eight strand. Mm. Um, so it is. It so is the eight a strand's bit, a little stiffer. It is a little bit stiffer, uh, which is good and bad. Good for casting. Uh, not so great for accuracy. Holds up a lot better speed. for sure. It does. It can it does break off up. though at the knot. Yeah. So especially when you're doing connection knots, which you are because it's ultralight and you want to, you know, fish the little, yeah, you want lower viz in the water. So we, we go to fluoro at any rate. It's awful. I did spend about 10 to 15 minutes on a dock as I was just casting around <laughs> just joking around with some stuff, trying to try to dial it in for the year. Cause I had it put away after last year. I was like, I'm not using this thing. And then here we are buying the most premium setups we could. Uh, but I was like, I'll dial it in. So I took it out for a trip and I spent most of that trip just, you know, 45 minutes on the bank. Kids are, you know, playing around the woods behind me. I was like, oh, I'll cast this around. Right. Yeah. Most of the time just cleaning up the bird's nest. So yeah, it can suck. And, and that's where I'm like, do I want to spend 50 bucks on a real, uh, on AliExpress? I mean, so, uh, yes. there's people that have very good things to say about it and then i'm just like is that that's like a high i think you gotta thing. be i i think you gotta do your research with anything aliexpress you yeah. gotta know what you're getting before you buy it i think that's really important um yeah yeah that's it's, just my i mean <clears throat> and you're taking a gamble i'm not gonna probably do it personally and I, we didn't i'm so bad. you'll see i feel Anyways. very good about this reel i'm like this yeah, reel is gonna serve me very well Quality. i feel good about your casking bro and like you were nervous about this but it does a little bit it feels it feels good. We know a couple of people. Rar Fishing's one of them that's like yes. using this and has good things to say. About I want to look at the brake systems. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. So, very let, very interesting stuff. So, we'll so let's talk. There. Let's talk rod options. Mm -hmm. I think this actually, were, there are less of these than than reels than I reels think, because yeah. But in my opinion, my man, man <laughs> I actually think that this is where you can win just as much with ultralight on a casting yeah. situation by getting a real ultralight. So I'm going to go through what I think are truly ultralight and what I think are just yep. maybe light slash medium light. Stramato Sense Light, 50 bucks, great value. Light. That is a light. 100%. Not a true ultralight. Nope. Dobbins Ultra Finesse, 190. Ultralight. That is an ultralight. The Curado, 190. That comes in ultralight. Same with the Majestic at 90 bucks, although yep. I only saw a couple models. Yeah. <clears throat> Cash and BFS, it's toe in the line, but they do have and ultralight they also have a light which i would be excited about maybe yeah. later so real <laughs> quick on those two yeah. so the so the two just so you guys know that we picked up would be the dobbin sierra 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 
uh ultra finesse which i fully blame my combo on ethan duvetter that gosh dang guy because uh I've he had seen great things combo, to say and he had great things to say so i picked up that combo basically just mirroring my boy because i'm a freaking copycat and although i was pleading with paul to get the curato he decided to go with the cast king so here's our risk taker you that guys. was for you guys by that, the way 100 he did this for you guys i was like are you sure like i feel like you'll and be I was happier like, with no. the curato and i was, was like, like no. i want to get a different one we were trying to get the daiwa and the international shipping and the, it just, i wanted it, the daiwa alphas air so yes. it looked rad it looked rad it was three Difficult years old. to get a hold of didn't have the latest model which Yep. Breaking system again is the reason I'm buying that. So I, I was a little nervous. Maybe later. Right. I'm excited about the Kestrel now that I've done a little research and seen it. I think I stumbled yep. into something that's going to be pretty nice. It's nice. And then uh, we went for the second rod with the Cashin. So uh, putting them head to head, I just unboxed them today. Like just opened them up on the tube. Haven't even put the combos together. Nothing. We're, I'm saving that for the unboxing video. But just getting those rods out of the box and comparing them side by side, they're like the same rod. They're like exactly the same rod. But what I would define as like a true ultralight, because if I go and I stack that and we'll do this in the video to my sense light, it's like not even close. No, like not even close. But 50 so versus excited. 200. What are you going to what are you going to e- do? Exactly. Exactly. Rocka Blades coming in with a five dollar super chat. Thank you, brother. So just so no. you guys know, Rocka hooked us up with some Texas rig weights that we're going to be using in the 116th range. 132, which is I'm very excited. You'll see it in yep. the video. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you, I mean, honestly. When Jeff and I talked about this, we're going to hook you up with something because, you know, we know that's your hard-earned money and we appreciate you. Yep. Um, and he just said, he goes, I finally got my Shimano SLX BFS reel today yes. to go with his Dobbins BFS rod, which you were just talking about. And he says, 10-pound braid, 6-pound fluoro. Can't wait Can't wait to use a knucklehead tourney. I can't wait for that either. And I think that's a friggin' sick setup. So, well done. Raka, I think you're on my team. Dude, I, you got four months to win, brother. I want to fish with I you. I love it. Like, let's... No matter what, come down. Like, let's mm. let's do that. I want to fish with you, brother. I love awesome. it. Now, let's um, talk. I'll get through a yep. couple more rods. The Cashin Icon BFS, which is the one I bought. I've always wanted to get a Cashin rod for nothing but great things. And they do have a, they have what I would consider to be a light and an ultralight. Mm-hmm. The Shimano Zodius, it gets recommended a lot. It's a light. It's honestly, it's a medium light. It's a really nice looking rod. Super light, but that's a medium light, honestly. Now, Phoenix makes one. I think it's the feather. They make two or three different BFS ones. That is a two hundred dollar rod. That's they make one that's an ultralight. There's a whole bunch on AliExpress that I honestly, if this was a big deal, I might gamble on. So the Ace, the Ace Hawk Double, the Kingdom King Pro. You guys should go Google that. The Kingdom King Pro is forty bucks or fifty bucks at AliExpress. It look it's it looks like a masterpiece. And then anything on the JDM market, there is there are probably a hundred so many BF rod, BFS rods right. spanning collectors level thousand bucks down to the 45, 30 bucks to you, ship to you. So that's the Ali route. You could do it. It's They're probably good. World. There could be some bad. I honestly don't know. Yeah, it's it's crazy. There's a whole nother world on the uh the JDM market. Uh, which again is just like if you find the right source you feel comfortable with it if you've made a few purchases before like cool i don't even like buying rods if they were like from my next door neighbor so it's very (laughs) nerve-wracking for me to be like sure ship it overseas why not um you never know you never know but i also did just make a whole video about rods getting obliterated in shipping so there's that too follow follow our reels for this week paul and i uh had some i got three more coming tubes 
Uh, I have been yelled at for trashing rod tubes before. Uh, like I, I burned some of them. Wait till you I, see the next couple of videos. You can talk to me then. I, I ain't got a room to keep those I around, don't care. you guys. I don't care. Like, I don't I'm not care. shipping rods. I don't do All right. that. Let's, we got a little time. Let's very yeah. quickly talk line and leader. Um, I would almost I say, say like save this part because the lures, okay. the line, all that stuff would be fun for a whole nother part. Fair enough. I think we we'll wrap it up two. with like, why? Like, why are we doing this? What so, is the purpose? Yeah. I mean, so I'll say this. Let's first, let's talk. Why not? I want to start there. So why would you not like be like the no BFS is stupid, basically. Like, what's the point? I don't understand yep. it. <clears throat> I think that's a exists. really, I think that's a really fair call out. Yep. Like you're not getting a lot of benefit because everything's so light when you compare it to a quality spinning setup you yeah. are with a spinning setup you might be cast sacrificing <clears throat> some accuracy or casting efficiency with a spinning setup but you make up for it with its ability to throw way lighter and so you're getting a lot more sensitivity from the rod because the rod line is always perfectly distributed across the full length of that rod because the line is underneath and hanging <clears throat> You also, yeah. you don't need, you don't need drag. Like you don't need a mega drag system. So you're not getting a benefit from the drag and you are benefiting from control. So there's a lot of things to like about a spinning rod yeah. plus the expense. You can make an ultralight spinning setup that's very serviceable for 100, 120 bucks shipped yeah. to you to your house. I've got one. I've been using it for years. I could throw yeah. all this stuff easily. So. I do think that there's a good argument there. <clears throat> so, 100%. and anything you can cast on a BFS, you could cast potentially better on a spinning rod. Now, yeah. the flip side of that is, why would you do this? What, what, what actual tangible benefit are you getting by buying a far more expensive, less suited for the weights BFS setup? You're really selling it so well, by the way. <laughs> Dude, I mean, but this, this I think it's a really good argument for not spending the money. Yeah. I do. I think it's yeah, no, we're not going to be here advocating 100% for everybody to go get a BFS. Mm -mm. It fits a very tight niche of things that we want to do very badly that just happen to function a lot better on BFS. So, like, when it really comes down to it, if you want uh, casting distance, precision, like, People argue you can get that on a spinning setup. I'll argue it depends on the lure. It depends on what you're trying to do. If I'm casting like a crankbait, if I'm going and I want to flip like Texas rigs, like if I want to, which is what we're going to do, like super light te Texas rigs, the jigs, like I can get a little more uh, accuracy, distance, precision with it with a BFS system. And, you know, we're talking, these are uh, uh, eight, two to one gear ratio. Both of these are. So give me super like fast. Give me that faster retrieve speed with these two, which is different, right? So again, this is a subtle difference in some ways, sure, and in some ways, glaringly different. But there's a couple. There's a couple of really good points that people are already making. So one of them is flipping into tight tight spaces. Yeah. So and you get this a lot, baby Texas, dude. I'm so excited for these micro. But you get this so much with yep. river fishing where we are under yep. trees, under docks. We're talking panfish. That's what they are. So that's a really that's I think that's a really important deal. Now, someone has said you could cast further with. I think in most situations, not I think in most situations, yes. In non ultralight, yes. In ultralight, spinning is going to cast further. It just is. It's it, it just is going to. Now, if you have a really high end BFS setup, 
maybe. But you're splitting so much hairs and you're spending so much more money. Yeah. I don't think that that's an actual trade-off. <clears throat> um, someone said it's just a lot of fun. That's a legitimate reason, a very legitimate reason to Isn't go get a BFS set up. All of like, this stuff. And then LP Bass says, I can walk topwater baits better with BFS. 100% concur with that. Yes. Other than the micro popper, which Paul will disagree and say he loves. But the other thing, too, setup. is with BFS, right? So with the uh -huh. BFS setup, there's another benefit. One, you can go heavier line and still cast some really light stuff and potentially run rigs that are going to outhorse a spinning bait. Yeah, you're just going to in mm -hmm. deep, super fast current. If you have an eight to one speed reel, there's some stuff you're just going to have tighter line. that You're not going to be able to manage with a spinning setup. So, yes, there are some benefits. Honestly, I think of it, though, and this is why I got into it. And I could tell you why. Sounds like a hell of a lot of fun, like throwing a Texas rig setup. That actually, yes. I feel like, lends itself it's, to BFS a little bit better. Dude. You can go a little bit higher weight than you can with a spinning setup, and you could still be really effective. So we might be a little bit more further away from ultralight. But God, it sounds a lot, like a lot of fun to run a free rig on a baitcaster ultralight. That sounds like a ton of fun. Yeah, I, I'm 100% with it. And like the most fun that I've had on BFS so far was a chatterbait. And like I just can't run it the same way on a spinning setup. So I'm not going to. So it's, I, I will take that any day of the week. And now we're expanding that to, we're going ultralight Texas. We got the jigs. We've Carolina. got some really fun cranks. We've got micro Crocs. Carolina. Uh, the, oh, yeah. This is why I want to do a lure we've episode. We've got the cross. We've got a whole, we do need to do a lure episode because nerdy bladed jigs, uh, ultralight spinner baits, all yeah. your open hook stuff. Like there's a whole friggin' like any, literally anything you do in a regular setup, they make micro. And you can there's, run them with the. You can run them with this. There's a whole new world of frogs out there, you guys. If you haven't seen ultralight frogs, go check it out right now. I mean, if you if you're familiar with fly fishing, you're familiar with poppers, like little foam topwater poppers, mousing, whatever. Like there's different topwater uh, flies lures that you can use, which are really cool. Like the bitsy bitsy. Yeah, they have those for BFS, and they look like your typical frog down to the the silicone skirt legs coming out the back like they're sick some of them have one hook so instead of having your little double hook that comes out the back it's a singular hook uh they do have those poppers just with a little a little bit of weight because you need the weight of the lure to pull that line off your reel uh, or off the spool so that's cool i think we're going to pick up a few more different things like that mostly we picked up a ton of terminal which is absolutely necessary for what we really want to get done i think if there's anything else we pick up this year it's gonna be a couple of frogs and uh Hopefully, winter ends at some point in Michigan. Like it it's has on its to, way, right? It's, it's on its whole, way. Hopefully, we can do that. Uh, Chaz, where we have viewer wise, give me an update. One twenty. Got All a right. few. Not quite. You know, who who has thirty friends? You guys have thirty friends. You guys are really cool nerds. People hang out with you. People like you. Come on. Yeah, go go get on get on with your buddies. Get them over here. Let's do that thing, right? Hop on to whatever freaking Chaz, give me a game that's popular right now. Go. <laughs> sure. Counter-Strike 2. Get on Counter-Strike 2 server right now. <laughs> and tell your boys to come out. 
Get out! You get, barely you know what we're talking Fall about. Guys, Fortnite. Get on the Fortnite server. Let's go, people. Come on. Get All it right. to 150. We'll do that. Otherwise, we're saving that schmiv for another day. Uh, but we will. Like, I'll save it for you guys. I'll put it into a Monster Bass box and everything. Slap a triple uh, A sticker on it. Maybe a Ned Rig Nerd sticker in there for you. Uh, but we will. So it's either going to be you guys, uh, unless it's our members only live. I might have to give it to them. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> Uh, but we do have a $25 gift card to monsterbass.com. So we are going to get to that uh, right about now. I think, do we are cover we the why, why not? How, if I want to enter, what would I do? Uh, you would wish upon a star uh, really, really hard. Close your eyes and fingers crossed. And then you look up in the sky and all you would have to do is you would have to chat. That's it. Say some stuff right meow, and you will be entered into a random draw. Charles will put it up on screen. We're going to ask each other a couple of fun questions. Just have a little fun with our slow rolling thunder, if you will. Uh, we'll draw our winner after the first question. So you better get chatting right now. And then uh, once we, we draw that winner, all you got to do is follow the instructions on the screen. All right. So chitty chat, call your friends. You guys get to 150 before we're done with slow rolling thunder. Like you st- you still have a chance. You're the underdogs right now, but like you can pull this out. I believe that you can do this. All right. Slow rolling thunder. I see chatter. Chitty chat. Chitty chatty bang bang. <laughs> Good stuff, guys. I love to see that. First, first question. Okay. Continuation of the show. What are you hoping to get out of this monstrous BFS purchase? Dude, I feel like I can tell you I know exactly what I'm hoping to get out of this. Well, here's here's where I'm at. Like, right. So I don't make expensive purchases like this, like ever, ever. This is the most expensive combo I own. Some people look at it and be like, really? Like, no. Yeah, that's this is the most expensive combo I own for the most niche thing that I do. <laughs> so like for me, for me, I love ultralight fishing. What I want to get out of this is uh, I want to, again, once again, in the world of fishing, open up an entirely new nook and cranny of the industry. Like these are out of this world baits that I've never seen, heard of, thought of could possibly exist before. I want to fish with them and I want to catch fish on them because that is the reward that I, I seek in fishing. That's what I want. Yeah. For me, we had a revelation with the ultralight two years ago. Just yes. changed everything. It became, it became <sighs> everything. It, to do. I, I, if I could only take one rod to the cottage with me to go fish for giant smallmouth. That would be the one. That would be the one. <laughs> I want to I want to have that happen again yeah. where I discover something totally new. It's so much fun that I can't leave it at home and I want to catch giant fish on ultralight line. That's yeah. that's it. I want to mentally really struggle with what rod I'm going to bring when I go hit the river. Yeah. It, it, because when we hit the river, we like to go two to three rods. Like you don't no, zero. I'm one. Like I'm going one. <laughs> Did you say I, zero? I never. Yes, I never. How, how many rods do you bring into the river, none. bro? Zero. And line them all. I never. Like okay. I can't take two rods anymore. It doesn't make any sense. And it, so, oh, oh right you now, meant waiting. You meant yeah. I'm sorry. I was thinking kayak. Kayak no. is what I'm saying. Kayak. We're like we're three. But yeah, I agree. I agree. You're, you're basically. Hey, we're going to go wade the river, which by the way, you guys, we're going to do a lot of this year. And now we have to throw fly fishing into the mix too, because we've talked about it and we want to, we're going fly fishing with our buddy, Ted, uh, who is a guide over on some of the rivers near Grand Rapids. So we're super pumped about that. So fly fishing will happen. That said, yeah, you, you have your BFS in one hand, you got the ultralight in the other and you're going to be like, Oh no, I want to struggle. Like after getting this and getting used to it, I want to struggle. 
Yeah, <clears throat> I love it. Paul's going noodling. I mean, let's do it. Noodle for smallies. I wish that was possible. It, I, Anything's possible. You can go. You just won't su- succeed. All right. Should we roll the giveaway? Yeah, let's roll that schmiv away. You said the word wrong. Robert Jones. His name was Robert Paul. His name was Robert Jones. All right. While we wait for Robert, Jeff, yes. let's say that you won the lottery. Ooh. Let's say you won 30 million. Dude. You do all the stuff you're supposed to do. You get lawyers. buy off your houses. You <laughs> invest in a business. Yeah. You pay off all your debt. Mm-hmm. You, all you, you take care of your house, whatever, right? You do all the stuff you're supposed to do. <clears throat> but you've okay. got you've got your so you're set. But uh-huh. now you're like, okay, now I have maybe a little extra money. It's been six months. I've I've done all the smart things. What's the first stupid thing that you buy with your with your 30 mil? Okay, Which first of all, Robert mil. Robert Jones is here. He says hi. Hi, Robert Jones. Congrats, brother. Uh follow his instructions. Charles will take care of you. We'll get you that Schmift card. Um okay, so we're assuming I've paid you just took you cut me down to five million. Like how many how much in debt do you think I have? Maybe you have a lot of houses. Maybe I said you were gonna invest in a business, so maybe you're gonna okay, take okay, twenty okay. million. Okay. You do the bit you go and buy all the crap you need for our fishing business that's now taken. So basically, out. let's just say you got five million spending money, right? Mm-hmm. You, and yeah. you have to you have to buy something stupid. But you're kinda like, like man, you know what? I I can now I did all the things I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. I can guilt free just go do whatever I want and I've just it doesn't have to be all five mil. It's just like, what's the first thing that you would go buy? The first thing I would go buy is a boat. Like, I, I feel like it's a no brainer that I would go get. Like, what kind of boat? A hundred and eighty. Like, what's the boat? Bass boat. <laughs> like, like, a yeah, I don't full, know. Full sparkle. Yeah. Like a nitro Z 21. Maybe. Maybe. 50. More. Yeah. Like I, I'm talking. <laughs> the, uh, 150 horse. I don't know. Like I'm gonna have a blast. 21 foot bass boat seems like a, a on the water mansion to me. Yep. Because uh, that's massive. But I, I'm just picturing all the storage and the speed at which I can cross all over that lake, crisscross applesauce, do it all. Like that would be amazing. Isn't it an expenditure that's ever in my line of sight right now? No, not at all. Like not even close. Uh, would a boat be in the line of sight? Sure, absolutely. You and I have talked about it. Like someday, for sure, that's going to happen. That's an inevitable thing. Will it be a twenty-one foot bass boat? No, because we have families. Like it's you. You say that you're the one that would. Act, if I was like, I'm going to pull the trigger on this, you'd be like, no. Like that doesn't make sense. You would stop me. But if you had five million dollars, then I'd be like, well, then we'll just get another family boat. Obviously, <laughs> like, we'll just get a giant pontoon and or die. <laughs> so yeah, I. I mean, I think it's no brainer because then I would be thinking like, give me the best boat, best trailer. Uh, you know, I got the trucks. I mean, I got that, whatever. But I'll, I'll get the boat, the trailer and storage for it. And I would be I'd be a happy boy. So if we're just saying first port purchase, that would be it for sure. I, Chad, I want to know what you guys would do. I they're already putting in. in there. So. Thomas Santiago says he would buy the Crescent Kayak Company. I don't know that they would sell. Um, yeah, you have to, you can't just buy. Imagine if you could just like pirate law, this is mine, yeah, <laughs> you can just go buy whatever it. company you want. Crescent's uh, crushing it. I don't, they, I love uh, it. Uh, David says yeah. he would buy a big piece of property and put a 10 or 10 acre lake on it. Julie said that. she would, uh, have some giant bass put in. 
It's a good answer, actually. Those are great. Those are great. Uh, a lot. Just boat, boat, I was, boat, I was honestly, retire. I was thinking new truck. Of, hang on, hang on. I was thinking of the property as the investment you were talking about. Because if I were, I would call that a yeah. business investment for what we do. Yeah, hundred percent. I'd be like, oh yeah, I bought property. That ranch, that pond, like all that stuff. That's for I would the buy, channel. Yeah, just to be clear, <laughs> I would have already purchased on Lake St. Clair a large piece of property that butts up to public land. Yeah, that property would have a rental side to it that we would make money on to pay for yep. it. We would own the other half and we would operate out of it. That's what, for sure. So that would have already happened. That, that's what I'm saying. That Something like that, maybe multiple like that, would be a done deal. The first ridiculous purchase that you don't need is I would buy that Bass Boat. But yeah. I would, yeah, that's. I'd have a hard time not buying a boat. I'd have right? a really hard time. Yeah. <laughs> Michael M says, all the, all the Neds and big levers. <laughs> I mean, and, some, and somebody said, well, not somebody. Rocka said he would buy this, all the Snorlaxes fully rigged or a 120 PDL. Yo, just an army of laxes for like everybody, got... for all the Snorlaxers. Oh, dude, that is probably. I think we need right. to. I think we Rocka need Rocka to win the. We need Rocka to win the lottery. Rocka, you need to win the lottery. You have a way better decision making process than we do. <laughs> you do. You do way better, cooler things. Come on. I don't I think know. Somebody, I honestly, should, somebody should buy GoMexis and then make the biggest lever. Like I, I want like a five. They already done that. Five hundred millimeter. A, they have a lever <laughs> the size of my head. <laughs> Can you imagine if it was just here's your real here's your lever? <laughs> like just, I'm on board. Biggest levers. Uh, uh, Georgianne, good day, good day to you. Thank you for the super chat. Wow, very much appreciate it. You didn't very say anything. Much. You're you're a lot. You can say stuff if you want. Jordan, you go ahead question. and throw something yeah. out there for us. Throw I, something at us. I got the last one. All right, this one's tricky. Go. What is your favorite bird? Wait, did you say what your purchase was going to be? I, I think it would have to be boat. There's some okay. other things, but what, it would be boat. What boat? I think it'd be boat. What boat? You guys tell us what you made me do it. No, I know. So, if I was really that rich, it would 100% be a bass boat. Oh, Property good call. Like I think boat. we're all good on choice. the same page, we're on right? The same so, page, man. What boat did you say, Paul? It would, it would, be a bass it boat? would 100% be a bass boat, and it would be, yeah. it would be at least 21 feet minimum. Like, I file that under ridiculous purchase because we're not yeah. bass tournament anglers no. on boats, especially. No. And even if well, not even if we were, but like if we were to get a boat, we'd always be looking at a multi-purpose, like multi-purpose use. We want family to come out sometime with a deck so we, on the front. Yeah, where I like, I can have the fish, but there's room in the back for the kids. You got a ladder hanging off the back, then go swimming. You can get those float pads, all that stuff. Like the bass boat would be the most selfish thing that I could spend a hundred oh, yeah. something thousand dollars on. <laughs> so it'd be so bad. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm with all you guys. I think we're all on the same page. I love it. So last question was, what's your favorite bird? We've already got answers. Red tail Falcon. Owl. Ooh. You got to specify bass daddy. <clears throat> uh, Nande Conyer, African gray, Kestrel, smallest Falcon, yep. Peregrine Falcon, red tail Hawk, uh, pheasant. Cause they taste good. Kestrel. Fair. A lot of good answers. Um, Cardinal, Golden Eagle. Did you choose this because the Kestrel is a reel that you got? No. Oh, okay. No. Well, it's just serendipitous then that they have it. I know. <laughs> loon, cool. the ninety millimeter loon. <laughs> <laughs> Dead Thunderbird. Dead. 
<laughs> not the 75 specifically the 90 better Dude, that's so funny. better oh my god thunder chicken great answer yeah. great yeah. answer um mine is gonna be the turkey the turkey it's not close all yeah, other birds are inferior yeah all I, I other birds are inferior i don't do any hunting or anything so i have no I even mean, if you don't hunt turkeys not are incredible not, I mean, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Until you've heard uh, a turkey gobble in real life, you've never seen a turkey. I, I got to say, though, like, remember we were on St. Clair. We were talking about the osprey. Like, yeah, so there's an osprey that lives in my neighborhood in Canada. It's incredible. It's the coolest thing. <laughs> Dude, Georgianne, don't press that button anymore unless you really are meaning to do it. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for uh, the follow-up. The rebuttal super So chat. nice you hit it twice. <laughs> Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So Osprey or, you know, just good old fashioned bald eagle, brother. Every time I see one or just hawks, like in general, like those three for me, because we'll yeah. see them from time to time. Hawks, especially time that you, you collided with a hawk. With I, I had a, I had a head to head with a hawk. <laughs> um, how many birds are pretty out. incredible? I, yeah, there's something about seeing a bald eagle up close when it's standing on the ground. That's terrifying. That it's They're three feet tall. Gigantic, gigantic. Yeah. You're like, which wow. a golden bald eagle is like a giant version of an eagle. The other thing about eagles, yeah. they're, I don't, they're not as ba as an osprey. I think an osprey is the true, like master predator, predator when it comes to like being last a shadow. feathered creature. They are, <laughs> they are merciless. They have oh, no mercy. Man whatsoever yeah they're unreal gosh but yeah turkey i'll tell you right now when you're up close to a turkey like within within spitting distance and one gobbles your heart turns off it is unreal and they make no sense we we gotta do oh my hunting we gotta do hunting where i have to be the most patient boy i've ever been and like just be you don't have to be that patient in turkey which is nice hang on because I have no background experience or skill set yeah. with it. I would be yeah. like camera guy Jeff. I'd be the opposite. I would, just, actually. I would just film you. With a turkey hunt, I would be putting you on birds. Like I would be calling. I would be moving around way behind you. <clears throat> drawing birds into where you are. Like I would put you on a bird. All right. I'm not saying I would hunt them though. I'm saying I would film. You don't you have to shoot them. one. You don't even have to shoot one. Okay, I just want you to get within Turks. Let's do it. What I want to have happen for you specifically. Yeah, is I want you to be sitting somewhere. And I want two birds to be coming your way. I want you to see them from far off. Yeah, your heart rate will go through the roof. Like it just there's nothing you can do. You won't even have a gun. I will be calling (laughs) behind you (laughs) and I will be moving away. And that those birds will come closer and closer and closer. And when they are, you could spit on them. They're so close. Yeah. I want one to just unleash. Like you will, your whole, it will change yeah. your whole perspective on turkeys. I, I love, I love Cody's advice. Better sign Jeff up for hunter safety class before you start putting weapons in his hands. A hundred percent. hundred, hundred thousand percent. I'm not suggesting that I would even hunt. I'm just like, I would be along for the ride, but sure. We could do oh something like that. Why not? That'd be fun. There's dude. It is like. Yeah, I something about a turkey gobbling. They are they're dinosaurs. They're the most dinosaur bird around. Yeah, a shoebill. 
I don't know. I, Charles, to me, I, I love how fast you were on the when you see you're like I was waiting for him to say this when Shoot even like off. a tur- even a turkey vulture like does not like when you look yep. at a turkey and think of it as a dinosaur it changes your whole perspective on turkeys and then when you hear one and watch them move around dude it's oh, Chaz is showing us some insane a prehistoric AI pterodactyl I got you but bird. I watched Jurassic Park <laughs> all right awesome well you know what this has been fun and maybe yeah yeah we we got some ideas maybe we'll do some stuff there we'll we'll go figure something out um in the meantime we've got a very expensive bfs order to uh go fish around with so we're gonna have to play around with that we've got a bunch of unboxings for you guys coming uh your way just because the weather's been terrible so we apologize if you look forward to fishing videos they will be back very very shortly uh in the meantime i think we have uh members only live coming up week two weeks two weeks right five nine five nine thank you so may 9th members anybody in the shark deuce or higher so shark deucers and snorlax crew uh if you're not you can click join below if you want to find out more about it i won't spend too much time on it there but it is a chance for us to hang out with our members and give back Last time we gave away uh, a reel. Sometimes we give away a tackle and other special things. So it's a lot of fun. So if you do want to check that out, let us know. You can click join below and we'll we'll invite you in. We do a Brady Bunch thing. We'll put you all up on cameras. It's an absolute blast. Um, we will have the uh, the aggressively average anglers best of box still available. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that on the line for you guys. So that'll be available as a stream away. Limited uh, either. Yeah, next week or whenever we hit 150 viewers. It's just a goal, just an arbitrary number we threw out there. We'd love to have that many viewers on the on the podcast. It'd be an absolute blast hanging out with you guys. Uh, other than that, thanks for hanging out with us on a Wednesday night. Really appreciate you guys. You guys are all awesome nerds, and we love you. And uh, sign up for the Knucklehead so we can maybe fish with y'all. Download Fishing Chaos app and go join a team. Team uh, Flanders, Ned Flanders, or Team Stark, Ned Stark. Let's do that. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you next Wednesday. Bye. Chaz, take us out of here. Oh.